Hellcast. For Reaper Metal Productions, this is Hellcast, and every episode is sponsored by the good people at Hellset Banger. So this episode would not be complete without the return of J Dog here. Or I Dog. Or yeah, our eye dog, which caught on pretty quickly with a I few saw that uh, a couple people said, yeah. <laughs> yes, if you don't know what I'm talking about, well then. I think, you, you know, know what, I, I mean, maybe, some, some shit blurs together to me. I think somebody said an order knows too, like, thanks, eye dog. Yeah, like, order, like they place an order, and like, yeah, that's, that's, I thought that was. Fun. I think I thought oh, it's, did. It's great. It was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yes, and that got a lot of comments and stuff. So, but like everything, let's just dive into this because there's a lot of happening on this channel. And recently, we posted an interview with Dirk from Megadeth. And the whole cool thing about that is when you look at Dirk, you you, you think maybe old Megadeth drummer or whatever, and he failed to realize the extreme world that he is into with grind and the extensive catalog that he has. So that's a really cool conversation. But then it timed up for the oddest of things where our, our mom, of all people, must have been going through photos that's like, man, can I get you doing that for, for the actual show? Um, where she stumbled across this ridiculous photo of a good old young Reap here, sporting his Megadeth Killing Is My Business shirt, buying my first car, of all things. Why don't you still have the Killing Is My Business shirt? I don't know. I have. I, I don't know. We don't, we don't fit you. You're like a size small, ain't you? Well, it doesn't fit me there either. Did you see how fucking well, huge that thing <laughs> is? Def- what are you shrinking? But uh, geezers, <laughs> geezers, one thing more. Hello, geezer. If you're already shrinking your thirties, <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here because yeah. uh, in, in by shirt size standard, I'm shrinking in my thirties. But when you see what I was wearing, how I looked in my teens. Then you see, well, homeboy didn't shrink. <laughs> Homeboy's yeah, yeah. just fucking wearing the wrong size. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. What sizes were you buying? I think then? like XL. Were you buying XLs? What? Why didn't somebody say anything? <laughs> like, look at this fucking nerd. <laughs> like, like yeah, look yeah. at that. I mean, that thing's a huge producer. Isn't that a fucking ginormous shirt? That's all they made was XL and L large. I think that you know that's what's funny. You know, because back in the day, back in the good old days, man, all these wimps nowadays. Hey, can I exchange my shirt? It's kind of snug, dude. Back. In the day, if your shirt was too big, it's go to Golden Corral and bulk the fuck up. <laughs> if the shirt was too tight, you just put it around your fucking knees and stretch the fuck out. Now you got all these spoiled pansies. I can either like small, extra small, uh, medium size, soft like, style. Dude, this isn't fucking Macy's, man. Well, that's we and that's the sizes shirts. then. Now that they're soft style yeah, shirts, yeah, yeah. extra cotton, but dude, heavy you would, cotton. You, dude, I get emails all the time. Can you take measurements, dude? I'm not going out and fucking getting a tape measure. It's a fucking size. Size US XL. <laughs> Armpits, armpit, gild and fruit of the loom, all the same oh, yeah. shit. Like, I mean, come on, dude. You, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? You're not, yeah. you're not going to a ball. Well, like, that's why, like, I, I, that, that, I'm, honestly, I, I'm almost certain. But that's you why think I these guys, but the way shirt. these guys buy in a fucking goddamn Exum shirt, you think they're buying a tux. Dude, I'm waiting to hear that. Fit that. It for their fucking wedding. You remember the, you remember the, the men's warehouse? You're going to like the way it look. That, uh, is that the men's warehouse but sells nothing men's in it? Uh, no, no, I think it's still like suits and stuff. Do they actually sell so men's clothes? Like, well, well, you, know, you go to the men's section, there's never not. Like, it's no. pink shirts oh, it's, and shit. It's like, oh, what the hell oh, is this, man, dude? <laughs> the no, mall a real shit. man would never be wearing a pink shirt. I haven't really been to the men's warehouse. I'm just saying, like, I just picture that anytime it's like, is it soft style? Can you give me the measurements? Just like, dude, order the fucking killing is my business shirt like Reap Dog did. When you get it and it's ginormous, you put it on anyway, you take a fucking photo, and then you look at back at it 17 years All later, later it was gold. and you say, look at that. 
all you had to do is go to Golden Corral and bulk up. <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, what I heard. I guess if I wanted to be a fat ass <laughs> in my 30s. <laughs> that's what he said. Well, 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 shit, 17 years if I bought that logic, then yeah. I would be looking back at that. Yeah. Going, oh, oh, like, fuck, I, I could easily fit in that shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your old self, you got to go on that. What's that Back to the Future car again? Oh, the DeLorean. Yeah, fly back and tell your old self. Yeah. Man, dumbass, you don't need no XL. Trust me, you're not even going to need this at 35. <laughs> you got years of it. And hell, it's just worn to the brim now, too. It doesn't even, yeah. you even need to grow into it. Yeah, yeah. I feel that the why don't you have the Megadeth shirt or, or like you you buy this, you buy that, you hold on to it. Essentially, the gym logic. Like, I don't want to take it out. I got to get two spaghetti stains, this or that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's the record nerd toy collector logic where, like, don't open it. It's going to be worth so much money yeah. that the 17 years have passed. I'm in my 30s. The day of which, like, you're out into your toys or maybe you're, 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 your sizes are changing of your fucking shirts. The days that you're selling this shit are upon us and, like... I've been just, I, I no longer have like, I gotta save on to this future, 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 future that's never fucking coming. The future is now, nobody gives a shit for the most part. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you're not, you gotta tell your 60s. I mean, that's future. I, do you think, though, that it's gonna be like now? What do you mean? Well, in 30 years, when I'm in my 60s, that it, it, it are we gonna even have an eBay that a, a Megadeth shirt of XL reaper proportions well, so will be money? Going, a Megadeth shirt will still fit you. <laughs> so you just still be, still be so wearing don't it. fucking sell it, poser. Well, yeah. but but like even records and stuff though too. Like, are you sitting there like? Like I'm saying, I, I used to be that nerd that would wear fucking gloves and shit when I'd read my booklets and stuff. Like I've, it, like I never, those days I never adopted, over. I, really I never adopted the gloves, and I am definitely, I'm not, I'm not Athenar to where I prefer bent corner records, <laughs> but I'm definitely, if I get one, I don't really give a shit. I, I mean, if I see mint and not or a ding. I'll pick the mint copy, but if it's got a ding, or even if I dropped it in my house got a ding, like before, dude, I, I would legitimately lose sleep. Yeah, like yeah. Twenty years ago, now, know, exactly. now I'm just like. Yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, now I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Right. But I don't prefer all white corners. You know, I do prefer them as, as perfect as they can be. But uh, yeah, I, I think that happened. Like I ordered a record or something, and it took forever. And the guy was like, "Oh, you know, I was waiting for a good copy or something." I was like, "Oh." Now, what is annoying? If you order a record and you get it, and it's got split seams because the guy left in the cover, yeah, that's annoying as fuck. Because it's common sense. Almost because yeah, it's like, dude, dude, this could have been prevented, and you're just an idiot, and you shouldn't be selling records to begin with. Because anybody in the record business. Knows you don't ship records in a cover. If you do, if you don't know that, you're a fucking poser and you got no business selling records. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I, that that's why that's annoying, just because it's like you're just an idiot. I just want to punch you in the face for being stupid. Yeah. Well, so I wanted to use this opportunity though of showing a picture of young Reap Dog there uh, to open up the. Uh, Really, the interest to throw it out there and ask you, the audience, because J Dog, especially, I definitely through. Well, that's the point. Is J Dog back in the day? You used to take a shit ton of fucking photos at shows. Yeah. Uh, so you got a shit ton of old photos and, and a lot of cool stuff just of what you you know. Hate you know, it's love. up. It is, especially between me, Eric, and Chase because we go at different angles. Yeah. So if you look at my, I got a lot of photos, but it's not nearly as much as it is in the collaboration of three. Because they have ones that well, back in the day, what we did is we'd go up to Walmart, the one hour photo development, yeah. and we would uh, make prints, but we would exchange because we never shared anything. I would want, hey, Eric, okay, I want to get copies of your role, so make copies of three. But it got to a point where, like, like way lost in there, like, we didn't get copies of each. So I'm missing so much shit that I would have loved to have, and vice versa. So what you really need to do is get me. Easy and uh, Sea Dog to, to uh, 
Bring Sounds their like photos. a project. But yeah, that would never happen in a million years. You're going to see fucking T-Rex walking the earth before you can have that happen. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I wouldn't, even bother, I wouldn't even bother asking. That would be cool. It would be really cool, but you know, yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> cool. I, I know a guy with a YouTube channel that caters to a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, cool yeah. put it out there. You know, it's just like, you know, some guys out here, you know, like I won't mention any names, but like had a guy here one time working and you got all this fucking metal in the warehouse. Like a metal's fucking, people listen, just a wet dream for them, dude. He's listening to the fucking radio. I'm like, well, all that metal on the shelf, you listen to radio. Yeah. Like, why? That's just fucking ignorant. Or the one guy that comes in here picking up total Dark Throne uh, shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just stands stand there. there in doesn't the even corner. ask a question. Doesn't even say hello. No hello. Can I go, like, you know, not like, it's going to oh, be an shit. hour. No, like, can I go shopping in that hour? I'll be out in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> then you get yeah. the one guy that is interested. You got a Motley crew? Get out. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I gotta say something too because it was brought up. Well, the other I think day. I say, a probably we, we probably don't have Motley Crew. B if we do, we only have the first two albums. And C if that's your biggest fucking concern, walking in this wall, glorious house of metal, then just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's that should have been band that should have been the, that shouldn't have been the first band out of your mouth. The guilty pleasure that it, it, yeah, it exactly. should be at best. You should have said something better than that. That should have been the hundredth <laughs> band down on your list. Yeah. By the way, fuck yeah, I guess I am missing Shout at the Devil. Like, man, I guess I'll pick that up while I'm here too. Yeah. Well, you know then I mean? this guy. Well, I brought him up before. He's like in his fifties. He's like, dude, you ain't missing it. You were there you when it came it. out. Like, well, dude, yeah. that's a noise of fuck. I, mean, oh, dude, I used like, to have it. Dude, we had this guy. We had this dude shirt. the other uh, not, like, a couple months ago. I had this fucking old old guy come in, dude. And I'm trying to be nice, but I'm like, oh my god. Like he's, I mean, he's old, like seventy years old, easy. Walks in, yeah, so you guys sell records here. Oh, God, I already know where this is going. Yeah, we do, but not the kind of records you want. Oh, that guy, I remember yeah. that. Oh, were you there? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like, okay, I was like, you're free to look around. I'm just like, I already yeah, know where this is going. And he's like, uh, of course, he didn't hear nothing. Did you sell any Elvis? Dude, you're 70. You should already fucking have it. And I told you, satanic death metal. <laughs> like, no. It's like, not even close. Yeah, like, yeah, I was just like, God and, damn. And yeah, like, how are you, and, and why is it, yeah, it's 70. Like, do you got any Elvis and not, like, it, it, it Bare minimum, the best case would have been like, do you have the Elvis uh, Hawaiian Vacation bootleg LP? It just came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Or like, so, I, or I've been looking for it for 70 years. Like, th- that would have been like, all right. Yeah, I agree. I but, and but I think like was, the, But if it's like their debut album or second album, I'm like, didn't, didn't you buy it when you were 15? Dude, that was actually where I, like, I was so stuck in that world that when the Motley Crue guy even said that, like, Dragari Motley Crue, like, I had to think for a second, like, well... Nothing you're gonna want because we don't have any like cool bootlegs or anything like. That. I mean, well, we got shot at the devil. Oh, okay, where's that? And it's like, what, what do you just want to go look at it again? And like, look, that's the record I know. But yeah, yeah, just crazy because shit that I have, and especially it's funny because like, especially if I got it signed, and let's say the band, a lot of times they would do it, like King did that from uh. King Folly. Uh, yeah, King Folly. Like, King, first time I met him was in the year 2000. When he signed my stuff, he wrote King 2000, the year. So there's oh. a lot of guys that write the year. I still have it. It's the same copy I have. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, while I was on Teenage I have it. So me, if you like Elvis, why don't you have it? Right, right. You know what I mean? You had love them. You had 50. Love. Loved them for 50 years. Don't dude, have it still. Because dude, though, and because both the Elvis uh, grandpa and then the, the Motley Crue douche, both of them will be of that mind of like, let me sit here and tell, let me sit let me you tell down, you about youngster, them. and tell you about some music. Exactly. You know? Yeah, this band called Motley Crue, and before that, there was Elvis. I don't have any of their LPs. Me, me, by me, the way. I don't have any of their LPs. So the only songs I know are the three tracks they play on the radio. Well, I'm worried about some records on the wrong speed, grind style, because uh, we've had some interesting comments that are making this more of a grind-themed episode, and I figure what better way to dive into Why that. Why was a grind-themed episode? I didn't hear We'll get to that. Oh, good job. Yep. And, uh, well, partially because of Dirk. He is uh, He likes a lot of grindcore? Yep. 
And uh, Grind Crushers, specifically, the uh, compilation that uh, made him realize... Was that, that the earache? Yes. Put out? That was, he loved it. So, well, who was do you want on there other than Carcass, uh, Terrorizer, maybe? Extreme Noise of Terror? Yeah. It was on there. Well, you know, the essentials, but that was essentially what planted the yeah. seed of the, the grind thing. That's where he so, first heard grind. Yeah. Okay. And so... When you uh, essentially seem to have heard grind, because you got some interesting selections, because I said, hey, go a little bit more classic, because I got to admit, I'm a little bit of a poser here. Granted, I've heard of these bands, um, but I'm not the hugest grind fan, so I'm not the best source to come to it. So, well, I, I'm going to have to admit, so you know, because we're at the uh, warehouse, I, I, I picked those. I do like all three of these bands right here. Yes. Very much so, actually. But the particular records that we grabbed wouldn't have been my first choices. It's just those were the vinyls that we had. For yes. example, if I had to pick one record by Hammer, just being the New York record, and I do like it, um, I would have probably picked like uh, Anatomical Inferno. It's probably Who, my favorite. Who's Hemorrhage? Yeah, yeah, Hamage. I always thought it was Hamage. Yeah. <laughs> and General Surgery, of course, I would have picked, which I like everything by General and Surgery as well, but by far, necrology is king. Like to me, if you like gore grind, death metal, grind core, whatever, you absolutely 100% have to have necrology in your collection. I think that is an absolute essential. Um, yeah. I think so. Well, then. Let's see if it's essential to have uh, hemorrhage. But we are the gore. Flash that cover, too. So, all you listeners, put pause. Hit pause on the thing before you answer the question. My question to you is, and it's a very obvious one, is what is that cover in homage to? What album? What An homage? About? It looks homage like it's a Severed Survival Autopsy. Exactly. You should be able to know it like that. If you hit pause and you're like... And they've been you doing got, that a lot. You got to hit some. You got some catching up to do. Yeah, because they got like hospital carnage and stuff. That yeah, they, yeah. They, they but that covered that a lot. As soon as I thought, I loved it. I was like, oh, looks like it's just I mean, survival. even the tone of his face is kind of almost the, exactly. even the colors, the greens, everything. Yeah. It's then yeah, it's just like Severed Survival. And uh, I, I I thought that was genius. Great. I loved the idea of it. Yeah. Well, we're so, about. To, let's see it on the wrong speed. It's so fucking. I never listened good, at the wrong man, speed, but I ordered it from Relapse, the uh, limited colored edition, when it first came out. Yeah, cause this is a newer album. Yeah, it came out last year, I believe. Yeah, it sounds funky as hell, everyone. Because I know Hemorrhage very well. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite bands ever, actually. Maybe but, uh, the speed. It sounds... So there's the right speed. Maybe because it's down-tuned, like the lower tuning, maybe throws it off. Yeah, it sounds funky as hell. <laughs> I mean, it's not totally... I think, I think it had we not known and just walked into a room, you could be fooled that that's like legitimately a band. Yeah, you could be fooled that it's legitimately a band. But if I, if when I picked up the the Hamage album, yeah, and I put it Hamage. on, I if I didn't know the split speed it was going on, I would I would instantly know since I know Hamage. Yeah, I would know that it was the wrong speed for them. <laughs> but yeah, if you said what band is this and I never heard it, you put it on yeah, I would like, right, I don't I don't know like what the fuck is this. Uh, so here is this general surgery or general surgery? <laughs> I would hope you get that right. I would so certainly. Assume oh, now general. this is going to actually be this is going to be records on the wrong speed going the other way. Where oh, we got because this is forty five, so we got to slow it down. I wouldn't want to piss anybody off too, so I'm going to put it on the back side because we're going to be getting some very angry people, uh, just really appalled that the six nine seconds, which we do have a new one coming up, uh, does not play enough of the music. So you oh scare, boy. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, well, hey, they're passionate. General surgery. It's funny because general surgery and Hamage are very similar too. Look at their sound and everything. I mean, it definitely works slower. Yeah, it does. I mean, works better than the Hamage at, at full speed. Yeah, let's so let's hear it. full speed. 
or what changes yeah that can happen in a cell or oh a god or don't want to piss those guys off they've got that carcass like intro sound goody as shit yeah i don't know it could be legit it could be like well you got those members slow as fuck in the description yeah, but it kind of sounds like more like a putrefaction or something yeah there especially yeah, it would work. Yeah, I think it, it would work. It would work. It's not all honestly like this is completely obviously off. <laughs> is the uh, you said okay, Maddie Carkey from uh, uh, Dismember? He was only just in early general surgery. To my knowledge, yeah, he's on um, he's on what I've always heard because they uh, he's on um, necrology. Maybe the probably the, probably the demos and there's there's an awesome uh, double seven inch release on an Italian label, which is all their demos. And rehearsals, and that's fan fucking tastic. It's before uh, Necrology came out. Uh, he might even be on that stuff too. So it's obviously prior to the, because it's funny. Necrology's like, I guess considered a full length, but it's like sixteen minutes long. Really? But it, but it, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it is yeah, pretty yeah. short. Uh, but he's on that. So it's uh, a, yeah, it was a ten inch originally, right? No, it was originally a seven inch. But I don't think with all the songs, you remember how like Relapse did a lot of like the Mortician seven yeah. inches, and then Balmer there was Blood Everywhere seven inch. But it was just a seven inch. And then they did a CD, and then you got the full yes. version. I believe it was. I'm almost positive it was like that because I do have the seven inch. And then Relapse a few years ago did put it out as a ten inch, and uh, somebody needs to put that out as at a, as a twelve inch picture disc. Maybe one of these days somebody will just do it. Well, hopefully it will inspire people enough that they love the wrong speed so much that somebody will put out nasum, inhale, exhale on the wrong speed as an official release. If it's good enough, we'll see. I think we're going to have chipmunks on this one. Well, it's low vocals, so they're like kind of like a they're like grindcore, but they're kind of like they have a hardcore edge to them, too, at least on this album. Yeah. That's the only album I know and like. That got a, kind of a funny story about them. Oh shit, we're at the end of the song. I wanted to hear some vocals. I mean... Huh. That's, that sounds like drum machine grind more. <laughs> yeah, that's album for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Album is definitely hanging with the grinding chipmunks in that one. I don't know. Yeah, that don't you couldn't walk into that room. You would definitely know that something was wrong. On yeah, that, you, de you definitely that would know. Yeah, and I mean, uh, especially with the, I don't even know the other Nazim albums. You know, it's funny because like I always liked this album, Inhale Exhale, and it seemed like when it came out, no one ever talked about that band and liked them. And then when I stopped paying attention to them, and you know, there you get those bands where you just you never listen to any like their second record or their third record, but you just assume they suck even if they didn't. Yeah, they were in that category. I don't know why. I just assumed that uh, that it sucked. I, don't know to this day. Just assume that it did, so I never checked it out. But it seemed like when I stopped talking about them, because I just liked that first record, when it seemed like nobody else liked them, it seemed like when I figured they sucked, other guys grind courts started bringing them up. Like, that's my influence and shit. I'm like, where the fuck were you when I was talking about them? Yeah. Well, you know? general surgery, nasum, nasm, however you would say it, and hemorrhage, hemorrhage, however you'd say that. Those are records on the wrong speed. <laughs> So you're asking me why the grindcore subject and producer, I'm going to need you to pull up that comment there, or at least uh, my screen that I can read the comment, uh, because it was Frank V, I believe, that uh, commented on a, a, a previous episode about the, you, really we were talking about, well let me get the fucking 
thing to get the actual remark. Did he get it? Did he actually get the names well, right? Because we were talking about basically the evolution of death metal um, and how. Uh, you, okay, so as Frank said, I think a next level that gets forgotten between the death metal and black metal scene. Because remember previously we were talking about the how the you know the next extremity kind of wasn't the next extremity at least like tuning down stuff and whatever when it came say, from black metal. Gonna, death metal. He's going to say the next generation is grindcore gets forgotten about, but wasn't forgotten about by this guy. Well, it was definitely forgotten about in that conversation. But then he uh, so. I think the next level was forgotten between the death metal and black metal scene was the grindcore scene. Bands like AC, Brutal Truth, Exit 13, Early Napalm, Terrorizer, and somewhat Mortician. And so, obviously, great. Yeah, you forgot about it, dude. It's there. Uh, end of story, really. I mean, there's a little bit more to be said because... Uh, uh, you know, like I said, when you're coming from death metal to black metal, it's kind of a reverse logic because at least if you're the extremity of tuning down your guitar, but and then grind has kind of done some of that. But I thought it was interesting that he brought up mortician in that because I kind of agree that there are certain more just straight up because mortician's nowhere, nothing grind about it. I wouldn't say, but there is a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think it's what's it, kind of what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, I think it's considered like death grind. I mean, if you're as uh, Will or, or Roger, I think they would consider it like death but grind. But why them and not maybe like because I would imagine it's just the ridiculously fast drums. Yeah, because no? that and that really really distorted fucking bass. Because like you listen to Repulsion, like Horrified, that bass is really distorted too. I think that was kind of like a signature. Okay, uh, you know it's got that dirty bass sound. Like if honestly, the, you listen to the bass by Mortician, and this might be an overstum to someone, but it's in my opinion. It kind of has a very similar sound to, to Repulsion Horrified. Just the fact that it's kind of like, it doesn't sound like oh, a bass almost. It's just I never that, really thought about it. Just got okay. that, like, almost like, yeah, yeah. Like a, which I fucking love. I mean, uh, you know who else has that? Uh, Exhumed Slaughter Call. Not um, specifically Slaughter Call. Like, the bass sounds like a fucking chainsaw. Okay, well, so almost, we'll press pause on this for so a second. I, I, but personally, I believe, and no one wrong, I think that helps make up grind sound. Now, don't be wrong. There's a lot of bands that are grind core that, that don't have that whatsoever. You know, like like Terrorizer and shit like that. And a band that, you know, a band that never gets brought up in grind core and Dirk's probably like Deer in Headlight too. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I never met them. But of that, I absolutely love that nobody ever brings up is a band called Bird Flesh. No, I think he loves them. Fantastic In fact, I think that was brought up when we did fantastic something. Fantastic band. And, dude, all you got, you got guys buying Life Lover and King Dude, and there's deer in headlights. Never heard of Bird Flesh. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And Bird Flesh smokes those bands. Dude, now, isn't Life Lover like a classic 90s like black metal-esque or Osmos band? Like the Life Lover, I don't know. It's just funny that you uh, just, no, I, I, no, no, even like thought of. It like just looked the, like I, I, I never listened to it because it looked like some of the fruitiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and the name alone, it's like you know the name but alone. So does Bird Flesh in a way? No, no, no. Bird That's Flesh. the whole gimmick, though. No, the whole. Do you know why they do that thing? It's be ridiculous, probably. Well, it's be ridiculous, but it's also slightly to make fun of black model. Well, okay, so, so I'll give you an idea. I'll give you an example. Like for example, on uh, their album, uh, I believe it's on a live autopsy. It might be on the on Night of the Mosh, but I think it's on a live autopsy. To make fun there's of black a, the, Yeah, there's, there's a song called the gay, there's a song called the gay and the demon, and there's a part yeah, and it's about yeah. It's so let me take a, a pause there for, for a second and, and kind of restructure this conversation because we were obvious we're obviously talking about evolutions. And then, like I said, yeah, we, we maybe dismissed that or forgot it, and that was just pure happenstance. We're going to do this whole fucking evolution. There's a channel no, that it's already funny did you said, that. But, but honestly, so, no, when we were talking about that, I actually had Grindcore in the back of my mind. I was, but I'm like, yeah, well, now we're getting off kind of so topic. But. what do you think? I guess Grind would be first. As far as what? Timing. 
like what came first, black metal or grind? I would. I would disagree. think so. I would disagree only in the sense that because uh, I, I always, when I think black metal, the very first like black metal sounding record. Sorry, it's not Venom. In my opinion, came up with the name, but doesn't have the traditional yeah, black metal sound. Yeah, I don't sound. think it's the same. In my yeah. opinion, the first record is Bathory, and that's '84. Uh, what grindcore tr- record? You know all, right, I mean? all right, I wasn't thinking about it that way. So I, I guess sometimes see, I forget too, and I can't deny that has the pure black metal okay. sound. That is pure black metal sound. You're record, right. You're right. That's '84. So because I, I just wasn't. I I, I don't know. I was, I just, yeah, because the earliest earliest grindcore. Like if you want to go by albums, I mean, maybe it's horrified, and that's '86. But then you could say, is it like a napalm demo? And that's like, but you're like, yeah, but that's kind of more like punk, right? Like you're like so like where is that like so honestly the first. Grindcore, grindcore, kind of recording to come out is is basically honestly repulsion, horrified, and probably Napalm Death Scum. Well, then I would say this. I would at least say this is an interesting typewriter, tough guy. Whoever wants to argue this shit is, I would still kind of say that grind was before black metal then because it wasn't this. Well, Venom had the album, and then when they were really just talking about sharpening metal on there, and then then because that's really what happened. Like they sit there to try to claim it. Like we came up with this fucking genre. Like, dude, you came up with a good thing that sounded suitable. Then it became this thing. It's not what you had in your mind, Kronos. You were thinking of fucking Van Halen and and how to you know piss those people off. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I don't really think that that counts. And then Bathory kind of doesn't count either because nobody was walking around saying this was fucking black metal. Now, nobody might have been walking around saying this is fucking grind, but there was definitely an a non-mistakable quality about the sound between Repulsion and Napalm that was undeniable. Like, we don't know what the name of this is yet, but this does not sound like Venom. It does not sound like Bathory. Yeah, my whole thing is, I think, my, my whole take of it as a kid, what I always thought, I thought death metal was just excluding black metal for a second. I thought death metal was first, and I, I thought grindcore was second because I thought what grindcore always was was taking death metal more extreme, a little bit of hardcore yeah. influences, yeah. but more so extreme. Not in the sense because mostly, with the exception of things like Carcass and stuff like that, the the image and lyrically was not more extreme. Well, even Carcass wasn't more extreme in that sense. Just lyrically, their their like faction is pretty intense. Um, they got looked at as less extreme because they almost look like punk guys or hardcore guys. You know, they might be wearing board, yeah. shorts, board shorts and shit like that. But in the sense of just music, pure music, you got your grandma in here, the, the super fast drums and shit, I think it was a more extreme style of music. So you can't really have that before death metal because take like death metal, the early roots, you know, death, massacre, possessed. I mean, when you take Repulsion, Terrorizer, uh, Napalm Death, that's definitely, that a notch, mu- that's definitely a notch. That's definitely a notch. And Carcass, that's definitely a step above Napalm. I mean, as far as death and possessed, as far as extremity wise, there's no there's no doubt about it. So I always looked at death metal first, then it got more extreme with with grindcore. That's how I, I always looked at it. Which one would you put on first, grindcore, death metal, or, or what do you have to say about that? Because I think uh... I don't know. I think Justin's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Justin's right. I think it was the evolution. But it all could have been bubbling around the same time, you know. Well, because out of thrash. But here's the thing: is yeah, you yeah. can you can say bubble around the same time. But my always thing is. Uh, when you're going to throw out theories like that, you got to back it up with examples. Okay, so you have Possessed was 85, their album. What grindcore recording was bubbling around at that time? I personally can't think of anything. Now, if you know something I don't, you're free to say, but I don't know of anything. No, I don't either. And if, if we look at the conversation we had with Barney, and he was saying Cam Lee is an influence vocally. Granted, Napalm yeah. existed before Barney, 
but not much no, earlier. You, dude, if you listen to Napalm demos and they've been bootlegged and shit like that, they sound it's basically like it's kind of like hyper hardcore punk. It's yeah, not, and it's well, not even, what you would consider a grindcore at all. And similar is like even the terrorizer leanings too. Like you know, like at least it was before a Florida death metal scene for for which you know obviously mm-hmm. some of those guys were a part of. But like I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'm not committed to the the idea that it's. Per, you know, definitively, yeah, definitively first, but it is definitely enough to muck up that whole era with like maybe certain things weren't the predecessors that you maybe thought they were. Like you did kind of jarble off a lot of uh, death metal variations, a wound grind that like everybody was just trying. It almost seems like it was just when it, if you really had had to say it, that something happened in that time era of like grind and death metal and stuff happening. Was really just everybody was really trying to push the envelope. Well, you know, you can make the argument too. You ever notice this? I don't know if I'm the only one that thought about this, but I'm sure everyone should know what I'm talking about. Maybe they just, I just thought about it differently. You ever notice, like, when you listen to like a demo from like the 80s, the ones that a lot of people might just say sound like shit, but I don't like to say sound like shit, is that you kind of can't fully tell what's going on. And I'll give you a prime example. For example, I'll give you two examples, a better example being the second one. Like, when you listen to death demos, the first two specifically, with uh, Cam Lee singing at the Mantis yeah. demos, it doesn't sound anything like Cam Lee as a massacre. So when he hmm. says he he would always say like I invented the growl, the death metal growl, and Chris Barnes, whatever. It's it like, what are you talking about? And it's kind of like maybe I was like your vocals sound awesome on the Mantis demos, but they don't sound growl. They sound more like barking. Now were you growl? And that's just how it picked up on the recording because it's in your fucking garage. Maybe yeah, but exactly. But it's like I couldn't tell. And I'll give you a better example like. Technically speaking, and they never made this argument, but if they wanted to, they could have. One of my favorite demos, and a band I very, very much like, but it's especially the demo, is uh, Insanity. Their demo, Fire, Death, Fate, you can easily say, this is Grindcore. That came out in 85. Because when you hear it, it's super fucking fast. And yeah. then Joe Polignu or whatever, who died like two years later, and he got fucking, he got, you know, short, dealt a dealt, dealt, dealt bad hand, you know, dying young. at like 19 years old. Uh, but I loved his vocals on that and shit like that. They almost are kind of like, you could have said this is like a grindcore recording, but it's like, is it really? It just sounds like that because this is ec- so echoey in your garage that it came out like, now I love how it sounds. But right, I, but I like, see. Some of these guys are kind of like, go back, whoa, it's grindcore. It's like, yeah, but when you really put it in a studio, it's like it shines through. It's like, you can listen to De- Unsanity. It's it's like Death Thrash. Well, you definitely not, just uh, agreed with the but statement. But someone can I've make that had. argument. First grindcore recording out there is Insanity. Because if someone was to say uh, Insanity, Fire, Death, Fate, just specifically a demo is grindcore, and like that's all I heard, I'm like, yeah, I could kind of see the argument if that's all they had. Yeah. But like once you start saying like, no, I was like, this is like a death thrash man. Well, then where the hell did Gore Grind come into play? Did, was well, it, oh, I would you say, say? I, oh, I, I, I could definitively say I think the first Gore Grind band is uh, Carcass. Well, right. And the reason so being like that earlier, is because though, well, that was grind, well, their, de- their demo was '87. Um, right. See, my theory is I agree with uh, a certain individual that said this. You can say you started at whatever the fucking time. We started in 1979. I don't give a fuck what time you say you started. Your band started when your demo came out or your first recording. Yeah. If that demo came out in 87, you started in 87. Carcass's demo came out in 87 because they say they started in 85. Okay. You started in 87. Okay. So the demo was very grindy and uh, and uh, gore-related, but especially Recon Future Faction, the album is 88. The reason you could say grind core, I mean gore grind, is because, number one, it was like grind, right? And then secondly, it had the really 
down tuned like the, the death metal type vocals. Right. It was mixing and it was just all gore. Well, I get what makes it a different genre. I'm just saying, like, if you, it, it kind of goes back to what I, I just, just said, don't though. think like, calling it's a someone like Carcass, especially at that time, like, for example, if you were to say Carcass's grind core and you say Terrorizer's grind core, you go to the average person and be like, these don't sound anything alike. How can you call them the same genre? It's because Carcass was so different. As opposed to Terrorizer and Napalm, you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, I get it. They're about the same kind well, of shit. To, and and to re to reaffirm my my point, and I don't think there's an answer to it. You basically just described a, an era that was a very short time period before the '90s, uh, that which you know so many things happened. You know, you had thrash albums oh, that are pivotal. Happened, yeah. you, you're pivotal. Uh, you have death metal happening, really. Um, you know, grind, then gore grind, all the shits in there that really at the end of the day to kind of, it's almost suggesting that for the first time ever, I never really thought about it, that like when you can say these certain genres were before or after one another, you're kind of full of shit. Because <laughs> how the fuck could you be certain of that? When in 86, Pleasure to Kill's coming out, and that's a brutal thrash album of the time, when you got something far more of the extreme caliber of, you know, Carcass. At the same year, you know what I mean. So you can't say that like, well, when I heard like, you know what I mean. Like the 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 time frame is just so much shit just happening at once that it seemed like it was the not the reason why it almost I guess my hypothesis is becoming anyway that a lot of why maybe some of the things become became defined by the time of the nineties was because it was like the mid eighties. It was just it took a few years to brew and figure out what the fuck just happened in those last four years. Well, I'm a person like when I uh, try to uh, make a debate about something, especially if you're trying to make a strong argument, and is like take your opinions out of it and just go strictly by the facts. I That's kind of that. the fact. Well, the <laughs> fact is, no, what I'm saying is like what's before what and this like that. Just like just go off the fucking years, man. Because a lot of guys might say like this is the fucking heaviest record and this and that because it came out this time. It's like that's just the first one you heard and it's one one you like the most. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, you know, I don't want to drag it out, but I mean, you could say like, for example, I got asked this the other day and. Uh, I kind of agree after I heard the answer. If you had to pick, pick off your mind, what do you think is the most influential metal album of all time? Then, no, wait on, let me play that. What influenced the most metal band? What no? What metal album influenced the most metal bands? That's the question. And I, and I, I think it needs to be worded like that because my opinion differed. Fuck, that's a good one. While wow, I was like. It is a good question. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what what would you at least put that? Because I want to put it on to the thought into you, oh dear viewer. Rephrase so, that question, Jada. Because <laughs> uh, it needs to be phrased like this, because the way I answer the question, I got a few, a uh, couple heads turned like, oh, well, yeah, I guess we weren't like that. Mate. Yeah, well, I still think I'm right, but, you know, I got them thinking. Yeah. Uh, what is, no, what metal album, keyword metal album, don't pull no fucking silly hard rock shit on me and say this, an actual metal album. Okay. You know what I mean? What metal album influenced the most amount of metal bands? So Rock and Roller Judas Priest doesn't count as a metal album. I would say no, but even that might be somewhat uh, acceptable of an answer, just because they are considered a heavy metal band, at least. Okay. But if somebody was to say like Led Zeppelin, like they're not even a metal band, dude. Okay. You know, because I know I think the consensus is I think most people think like a band like Led Zeppelin or like Van Halen. I think they consider them hard rock bands. I don't think they consider them heavy metal. I think that's the general consensus. So it's like, come on, dude, that's a stupid answer. Yeah. Or at least uh, it's definitely one I'm kind of sick of even yeah. being brought so, up. So I mean, obviously, let's face the facts. If you're going to say any of the top metal albums, it's going to be a popular album. Hey, this is 6-9 seconds, and you're going to hear six uh, releases 
Well, then grind's a great fucking subgenre to be dabbling into, as it's going to be the grind edition of, because you're going to probably hear some shit you've never even heard of, and that's probably what's going to happen to me today, too, and it looks like you already did. Grant, I've heard of nausea, and we're going to hit it off with nausea with six, nine-second clips. Hemdale in there. That's another Hemdale. You're going to need your cans there, That was a great Ohio band, man, especially their split with Exumed. Woo-wee. Well, That's awesome. But, well, before we give that any love, let me properly skip to track two. Fast forward. Oh, hold on, guys. This is why we're not fucking doing this. Because look, it, it's giving me a goddamn error, and I'm running a fucking show. And if I press play, it would have been doing that. Dude, you That's got going out to all the typewriter tough guys that gave me you any You got shit sold about a fucking this. lemon. I never, not once, am I five disc player. That thing's a straight-up piece of shit. Well, the producer hooked it up, so I got given oh, wow. a fucking lemon, and I've been given shit, and I'm redeeming myself that if you don't like it, just don't fucking listen. If you want to hear any of this shit, the links are in the goddamn description, like, and I took 15 minutes to do it for you. So if you don't like how the, pre or the presentation is, go fuck yourself. Here's Here we go. Here's nausea. that hard? I don't know. Some internet troll. <laughs> Raw. It sounds like terrorizer. <laughs> I don't know. Cause it's, only... it's like the I, it's a partial demo clip. That is yeah. the deal though. I was like nausea, isn't that free terrorizer? Post terrorizer. Post terrorizer. It's Oscar after, you know, Here's MJ. Let's just glory This is a great song. Get Jade on right on there, huh? Yeah. Delicious, Delicious story fun. fun, yeah. See? Out of 37 songs, you can remember it right off the top of the head. Yeah, that, that's because that dude, that split with uh, Exum was fucking awesome, man. That's the best grind. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's from it's from shitty Ohio. Wow. And where's Rotten Sound from? Dude, track one works. Sounds like Side Track one the last one worked, too. What do you mean? Why the fuck's the pause? Fucking up our six nine. Oh, you, you can't play. The band's got three seconds of silence in the first. You know, I got you you know, I, I don't know much uh, rotten sound. I I think I had a split. Fuck, did they do a split seven with Nazem? Well, I, they've done a lot. Yeah, but uh, they're one of those bands that I just always known about. I never really. Well, yeah. it sounded pretty good. It sounded like off yeah. to a good start there. I was gonna say it. It sounded like yeah, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it more the, of a listen too. The Sinai Divide and Conquer when that kicks off, it sounded like that riff. That's my favorite Sinai uh, song yeah. and album too. Get, How do you say up. this? The Gothicles or? But, uh, I, Agathocles, producer says. Oh, this is lingo going on. So, well, oh my god, this is one of those intros I'm not allowed to do. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Here we go. See how catchy that is? You know what's funny about Agathocles, man? It's like nobody really brings them up, even though they got 10 million releases. And when you're like, when you're thinking about Agathocles, you're like, yeah, you know, okay, cool, grindcore. But every time you put it on, you're like, this is really catchy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They have been around forever. I think that's first demo year, too, 87. And no further commentary. We'll get to it in a second. But then they call themselves Minscore. We'll leave you on that. But anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> here's Gore Punch, then. Oh, I don't know Gore Punch. Yeah, some another that shitty local. I don't know that. Shitty local band on that shitty local label. Oh, the shitty local label. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. The shitty local label? Seen Red Records? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know the yeah. local label. I mean, I didn't, know, I didn't know. Yeah, so I don't know that really. Oh, shit. this sucks. Oh, it, yeah, it wasn't it's fair. 12 minutes of fucking oh, intro. Oh, hold, I, I, well, you the, guy said, the guy said track three in the middle of the track three. Hold on. Kind of sounds like a zoom. It did sound yeah. like a zoom. It sounds exactly like a zoom. 
Man, I said that in nine seconds. Man, this guy knows his fucking metal over here. Not to tap myself on the back, but yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to get that shot because if it sounds like it zoomed in, it did. Uh, then get, you I'm make sure it. you got that producer. I'm patting my fucking self on the back because nine that seconds was good enough. Oh, See, that's the point of the goddamn segment, though. If you know your metal, you should be oh, nine seconds should be fine. Nine se- yeah, right? I mean, I'm not. Just go quick. There's a lot bitching. of stuff I don't. Yeah, yeah, nine, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard nine seconds. I'm like, Zoom worship. No, and, dude. And producers like, yep. And I never, I, I never fucking oh, okay. heard them ever. Here's where the levens coming into play. All right, there we go. The track. So then we got to get our sixth one in here, and here's Jesus Egg. I don't know. This Jesus Egg. Just another one of those shitty, uh, uh, that shit label, all that stuff. Oh, what shit label is that? Seeing Red Records. Fuck. Man, they suck. They gave me this free lemon. Here's track three, by the way. No more. The yeah. vocals are similar to that Nazem album. Yeah. So, if you didn't get all that. that. Human Reigns guy? You say just saying it sounds like Human Reigns. Like but it doesn't have any of the Human Reigns members. Oh, just like a morphous album I like. And just like another band that will progress, but that was nausea. Jesus Egg, the last thing we heard, Gore Punch was in there. Agathocles, what is it? Agathocles. Agathocles. How do you say it? Because that could Goth- be really easy to say. I, on maybe I was saying it wrong the whole fucking time. Man. I, I think you were. But same here. Oh, you said Mike Hughes. You said he's probably right. I don't know, but somebody did say Hemet or Hamridge, right? Yeah, but that was a fucking retard that called. Well, up. And, and that same moron could have been the same way. And he said it, it was wasn't, dude. Going back to Mike no, Hughes doesn't call Hemridge Hamridge. Dude, that see that re- that young Reap Dog photo had a lot of relevancy to this episode. No, the Why? story was for the ha- th- this was six nine. Nine seconds. <laughs> so getting back to the story, the, the story of Hamish. Why the fuck do I see it was Exumed and Hamish. One time when I was like 18, I was working at a printing company, and I I live I would go to Nunslaughter practice. I'd be in Cleveland yeah, regularly, I I and it. I had to drop you off at the airport because I worked like a weird not eleven to seven shift. That's the same. And it was a good. Sh- it was a good thing. So I borrowed. You wanted me to. I used your car, and you had an exhumed sticker, and even a, back and a then, ha- see that and a hemorrhage that? sticker. Yeah. shirt still. You know, rocking it and the sticker. Oh no! Oh no! Then. Actually, the Hamage is a different guy, but the exhumed sticker was on your bumper car sticker, and like, and so the kid, this kid that I worked with. Who I saw every single fucking day, somehow only looked at my car that day that I happened to be borrowing <laughs> yours. Because then he's like, "That's an awesome Exumed sticker on your car," and I stared at him for probably twenty seconds blankly, thinking, "What did I miss here? Not here? Am I stupid? What are you talking about, Exumed? Exumed? You have an Exumed sticker on your car." I don't have any stickers on my car. And then, oh, fuck, I borrowed Justin's yeah, car. Yeah. Then I'm going through like the stickers on Justin's Who car. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, can you spell that? And then EX, I exhumed, you fucking moron. Yeah, Exumed? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like, oh, my Lord. And yes. then the Hamage guy. I'm shocked he knew who they were, though. I it, it, Did he? Does that even count as knowing who somebody well, is? Well, he thought it was like, a kick-ass sticker, and he kind of knew, uh, knew the See, problem. that's, here's the thing, though. Is that the Chipotle we all, guy, too, that says it's a badass shirt but never heard of him? No, he was more, he was more, well, I don't know. He didn't seem like he was into this kind of stuff, so I was still surprised he knew who they were. But here's the other thing. He, 
is that kind of like if you're that off on pronunciation, then you either got to have one valid reason to still be a fan, and that is you're just a bona fide jackass that failed reading. Yeah, there's, def- there's definitely those. Right, because the guy that did say Hamage, that was just like an HH call. Like, you know, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. Judas Priest, got it, Iron Maiden, got it, Hamage. Who? Spell that. A- and then the spelling was like H. Um, like, it's on the logo. Look at it. Well, he's looking at, like, you- look at the website, though. Or- Why is it an aerial font? <laughs> well, maybe maybe run it down. I don't know. Maybe he's going off memory. Well, I don't know, but he couldn't fucking. I was trying to find it, but I like. I know hemorrhage is a tricky yeah, that one. Was, that was two R for the phone service. That wasn't when you it was a band you couldn't like didn't know what it was. Yeah, like, can you spell that? Yeah. So like, and dude, I don't know how many times where it's like I, I, I had a few that I committed to memory for the greatest hits in question. I'm like, who? And then, like, I don't I even put know what in about. space question, and then it's like. Can you spell that? I don't even and know he turns out Inquisition. I'm like, oh, oh boy. Yeah, I like, would have known that. Yeah. What? Would, what? what like, what English class did you like? Yeah, I would have known. Not, I didn't, not, I didn't even, not. Not even like you, you didn't graduate from it. That's for goddamn sure. But yeah, like, yeah. what? Like, did like what grade did it go up to? Like, and you know what I mean? Could you even pass high school failing? Could you even pass like, middle school? With that right. Kind of right. Yeah. Right. That's. Like, you figure by middle school, which is like end of eighth grade, that you would have had that down by now. But I'm yeah. So, like, anytime I see those memes online where it's, like, there's, like, a, a funny one where it's, like, a bunch of branches just thrown there, and it's just, like, there's my new Black Metal Band's logo or something. Oh, so I've never seen that. Yeah, where they're, the, you know, obviously they're illegible, where it's, like, I don't know, sometimes when they're fucking aerial pop, some folks just still have a problem. Yeah, and they, they ex- do, yeah. And Exumed was one of them. Heyman well, was Well, that's not aerial. That is a logo. No, I know, but it's still an English word that it's just, like, come Maybe on, man. Maybe he thought man. the logo was unreadable. I mean, it's legible to me, but... So what? What word is Exumed? Yeah, yeah, true. Where, true. What, what does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. I want to hear what the producer's going to say, too. Okay, I'm a band and I'm going to propose it to you. Certainly a band I heard of that, I guess. Yes. Classic grind albums. Definitive grind albums. World downfall versus repulsion horrified. So, J-Dog, what's your fave? Repulsion. Repulsion. Didn't even think. Didn't even blink. I figured that would be the case, though. Well, yeah. Is uh, that a hard contest, though, at, at, in the slightest for, me, for you? no, because, I mean, I heard Repulsion way before I heard Terrorizer. When I say way before, you know, probably about two years before. And, and uh, I, I definitely liked it more, and I liked it lyrically more. I always liked the gore lyrics better. Um, I liked uh, Scott's vocals better. And... Um, I just like to, but now I think Terrorizer World Downfall is probably a more popular record. Yeah. I think that's going to win. But what does J Daw prefer? He prefers. Uh, what do you think I prefer? Uh, I think you prefer Terrorizer Downfall. And another <laughs> thing, but what I was going to say is uh, also too is a little thing on that Terrorizer World Downfall, which I do like that record very much. So any any smartass that wants to say anything, he's saying that record sucks. I probably like it more than you. So calm down. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, a lot though, attacking the audience. Well, episode. with that being said, though, I actually like the rehearsal demos. I hate to be that guy. Specifically, the rehearsal demos, not just the de- not the demo, not the eighty six demo, the rehearsal demos. Uh, I like that's my favorite shit. Uh, uh, by Terrorizer. By Terrorizer, correct? Yeah. That's okay. my favorite term. I like <laughs> that, that better that, than the album. That really layered the... But, all right, but still the band, even those demo recordings, Horrified wins. Yeah. So it's just safe Horrified to say Horrified is my, uh, you know what, I think we did it, and you know, uh, definitely there was a couple walking away. Uh, you know how we did like top 10 albums? Maybe not your top 10, but I think it was a top 10 actually, or something along those lines, right? 
top ten albums of all time. Okay, maybe. And every time you know, I was like, uh, you know, I know you, we did. You ever notice? You, you know when you have that argument with somebody, and then you're like, and then you're at home two hours later, you're like, fuck, I should have said that. Well, in the yeah. top ten, it was like, fuck, I should have said that. Repulsion and Horrified is my top ten. Okay. Why do you think I prefer Terrorize the Royal Downfall? Because I do. I'm assuming like most people answer, and that's Petey's drums. And the sound of him? Right? Well, just, I mean, that he's, he's probably, he is, I mean, in my opinion, probably the greatest death metal drummer of all time, by definition. Yeah, because I do love just the, uh, but I love the drum performance and the sound on there, really organic sound and stuff. Organic, uh, but uh, what, what do you think the producer's favorite is before he answers? I'm going to guess Terrorizer as well. Producer's favorite Terrorizer. But, so then. But like you, I heard it, I heard that. Way before, yeah. Before. Way yeah. before. Yeah, I heard, you know what, I mean, uh, me as a young buck, too, uh, I heard Repulsion very, very early on in my metal career, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, which is like almost like, yeah, duh. Well, not really, because I was, I was, you know, it came out a year after I was born. I don't think it's a duh, because it's like, even if you, yeah. Well, because, no, what out, I'm saying, like, if you hear a lot of the guys, like the Will Romers and shit like that, uh-huh. that was because that's when they were teenagers and getting into this stuff. When I was a teenager and shit, Mortician was already out, Nile was already yeah, out. Yeah. So I literally heard Repulsion at the same time. Like literally at the same time as these bands is like Mortician, Nile, um, that Nazem album, uh, because it was uh, on Relapse Records and they had that reissued disc that they put out with the uh, the 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 awesome green cover with the full head where they put out a shit version where it's like a bluish head and it's all scrunched and the half the head's getting chopped off. They did their CD version of it that they bought from I'm assuming Bill who did the original LP. Bill the uh, from Carcass. Oh, he did the original LP of uh, no Bill um. Bill, Bill Steer, Steer did, right? He did the original LP of uh, Repulsion Horrified back in the day. He he released it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. On his label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew that. And then Relapse, I'm assuming. The, bought, but not with the blue cover? With no, the blue, the, the with blue the was the original? No, no, the green is. The green is, the green is yeah, yeah, yeah. With the full face. Where and, the blue uh, coming to play, then? That's just a repress. Some fucking just fucking it up. Just thinking being, oh, we're cool. Let's change it up. Like, you don't fix what ain't broken. So Because I mean, then there was that. even one of those relapse shirts but, with the blue. Correct. Which I actually do like the shirt. I think it looked pretty slick with the blue because it looked like a fucking like, zombie head. I liked both. I did like the green skull and the blue for the shirts. Yeah. But the reason why the cover sucked is because it was it was so zoomed up. Like, the part of his head and his chin was kind of got chopped off. It was just oh, dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, if you're going to do your version, you should have done the blue head, but maybe like with the background, like, you know how you kind of have like that splatter green background on the original? Maybe done like a splatter blue type black. You know what I mean? Right, something, right. Just, just something cool than you did. I didn't think the blue was a bad idea. I just thought, and change, you know. Yeah, it looks like, and the CD looked like shit. No lyrics, anything. Anyways, that's the time when I was ordering from Relapse, when I was ordering Mortician stuff. Repulsion was one of those bands, and I was I was fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I was thinking I was about fourteen. Yeah, actually, I was fourteen. So it could be it could be when it landed though. That's why you prefer that. that yeah, that's what, and I admit that, and I do admit that. Yeah, that's what I said because I, when I yeah because I I was definitely fourteen when I heard Repulsion, and I was probably sixteen, maybe seventeen when I heard Terrorizer, and. uh I got Terrorizer mixed up for a while there with Terrorizer magazine. When I yeah. saw the cover, I thought it was Terrorizer yeah. mags. I was like, okay, whatever. It's just you know, they're putting out a shirt for it. But it was always Kanye that ripping and raving like got Terrorizer, Terrorizer. I'm like, why is he always talking about that magazine? He's yeah, like, fucking band. Yeah. He's like, great, greatest drumming ever. He's like, once I heard that, I stopped practicing drums. No point. Yeah. I'm like, well, you can still get better at your own craft, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it's like, but uh, but I always thought that's all right. So, but you got to remember too at these times back in the day, not everything was reissued. 
So a lot of times, like terrorizer downfall, and I could be wrong on that it's title. It's harder to get. The only way you're get is like you better bust out the wall and go on eBay. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And Kanye would do that. Like, did you get that terror world downfall yet? And it's just like you I don't have two hundred dollars. You literally on eBay. had to buy it on eBay. That's yeah. what I had. To, like when I bought even like Carcass Symphony's a sickness for me to buy it. I had to buy the '89 pressing, and I got it on eBay. I think my CD was. I definitely bought the picture disc for a hundred dollars on eBay. The Carcass Symphony's a sickness picture disc. Yeah. And the uh, CD. With the gore art, which pressed in '89, I think I got it for like seventy-eight bucks or something. Just, and that was like no, that's just because it, it was just totally out of print. You couldn't get it. I was just saying, I had to look at you there for a second and, and figure this out because you said you got the '89 one that you had to get when you were fourteen, and I just thought '99, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Weren't, you weren't at four- fourteen and '89, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Well, no, you weren't fourteen and '89, maybe, but you were just still a three-year-old, three-year-old buying, buying carcass. Yeah, going up right? to the club. And not all. Not everybody does that. Not everybody does that. Okay, well, so that one. Guy, it's always one that guy, one guy we know. One Fuck, guy, man, that one guy only knows. Huh? Shit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we've got to be more like him. More metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking posers over here, not buying records at three years old. Fuck. Yeah. So, world downfall or horrified. I roll that out to you, the album more of this week. Now that we've wrapped up our grinding episode of uh, Hellcast here, I guess I'll roll the question out to the audience then. Do you really want us to, because we had it written down, do you really give a shit if we uh, define, what, what was it, like, examples of death grind? Because we're, or death core, or de- death core, like, I, do we really need to define that? Like, cause you, you uh, producer and both. I'll define J-Log, it at this. I'll give my own definition. This is a genre of music I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was what I kind of figured. Was it going to be? Because I, I heard. Well, here we go. He, he, like somebody mentioned what some bands were, and I'm just like, oh god. Now that I, I look back. Yeah, you ever notice when you hear the names, you're already like, well, I, dude, I don't even want to uh, like it. Right. So yeah. here, this sucks balls. Okay, so it was a uh, Layla Lover ninety, hey, dude. Exactly. Well, no, that's the screen name of oh. the individual. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know what we what you think of our fan. <laughs> oh, well. oh God. Well, maybe Hail Jade. Maybe Hail I Dog. No, maybe that's 69. his actual. Maybe that's his actual name or his code name. But as a band name, that would be a bad band name. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. Very good point. Bad band name. Hey, Sorry. I mean, hey, I mean, they call me J Dog. If I started a band, I wouldn't call it J Dog. I'd be like, this sounds homeboy as fuck. I'm super. Oh my god, yes, yeah. and and that was. Yeah. I'd expect to see side words, calves, baggy pants, the whole nine yards. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland's uh, Cleveland calves, fucking uh, what those jerseys? Yeah, that's what I'd expect to see. So well, then, Ka- you see that other shit, anyways. The guys consider it acceptable. So as so Layla know. Lover ninety said, cattle decapitation is some of my favorite newer death metal. That's like, that's like grindcore, though. That's not like deathcore. Well, also, I think J-Dog is referring to metalcore when he is talking about mixing growls with the whining clean vocals. I think, I think he's There right, are yeah. basically no clean vocals in deathcore. For deathcore, listen to Brand of Sacrifice, Infant Annihilator, Whitechapel, Carnifex, etc. I've heard of Whitechapel. Well, this is a real well, I never heard any of those bands, but I definitely heard of Whitechapel. And when, it, when I mean I heard of them, as I remember somebody mentioning to me in some capacity. Yeah. And I was like, I never heard of them. And to this day, I still never heard of them, in the exception of that statement. So now I have heard of them. And, so, and that's the second time I heard of them. We should bring up. All right. Infant all right, all right. So, well, there you go then. Did you really want us to? Uh, I just know some death core. I could be wrong on the clean vocals, and maybe that's new metal. I could be wrong as far as the clean vocals, the right. roles. But I think, and I could, he could correct me if or I'm wrong. Or maybe that's metal core. 
That's the clean I don't know, line but the thing? deathcore then maybe it's this oh, too because right. I had both the clean vocals and this in mind, and so also with deathcore I picture this is I picture those chug a lug riffs, yeah. those arm behind the back, yeah, fucking bouncing, start start the long. Granted, more, that was more riffs. You know what I'm talking about? I do, but that uh, was I picture like way that. More. Now this guy might be like, "What the fuck's this guy talking about?" It sounds like an idiot. But the guys that do know what I'm talking about. Is that deathcore? I could be. Maybe it's not, but that's what I pictured it. I pictured it was that the chugga lugga lawnmower starters and arm behind the back, and no, I think and the slam. yelling and the yelling growl with the uh, with the clean vocal parts. That's what I considered deathcore. That's what I thought it was, but I could be wrong. Maybe that's maybe that's metal. No, no new metal. Maybe that's new metal. Right. I don't know. Well, there we go. We're we're still obviously confused. But anyways, whatever that is, idea. whatever whatever this shit is, and this shit, <laughs> this shit, and uh. And this and the crowd, I don't, I don't fucking like it. Whoever's doing that, I, I don't like it. Uh, there we whatever, go. Whatever that shit is. You, so yeah, go put on, put on YouTube. Your those bands you like, and if any of them are, any of them are doing this, or any of them doing this, and what was the others? And, and this and and uh, fuck shit up. Yeah, like I, I don't like it. <laughs> like any well, of those bands. I was I don't the like. guy that told you that, by the way. Anytime you see what? the photo and it's. It's making love to a microphone. Well, for starters, you know, you, you, it's never going to be I got check, check for the Hit pause, too, before you listen to the answer. Who's the first band that did that? Who's the creator of that shit? I think you're going to say Pantera, but I don't think In my book, he's the first guy I could think of. He's got the shaved head when he's a tough guy, but yeah. he's like fucking 140 pounds. This shit. And, oh, and a, and a foot on the speaker. Yeah, but you have to have the ro- remote, the romanticized yeah. microphone where the, the, the puckered lips and the... Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, you know, that's, so that's the first that's guy. The death it's funny, version. like, he maybe he doesn't even do that. I just have a picture that he did do it. But there's definitely guys that do do it, and if they do do it, that stuff I don't like. So no, he does that. do it, but he's screaming. Where the de- the well, brutal- Deathcore shit has screams in it too, right? But that the the look is he like Phil Anselma, he's always screaming in it and like that. Where what I'm talking about is they got to be the 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 the, 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 the duck lips. We can't tell them. So this is right up there. Well, I'm, but you can. Okay. Well, that's what they're doing, dude. You can just tell. That's oh, I never know. Duck this is how they get their fucking sound. <laughs> that's what they do. Like it's cheating, in fact. And, like if you want to talk well, about fucking the demo well, I don't quality, know about that, sound, you, that you might be going on a different road because I think bands like I think Frank Mole in a Suffocation they call that cupping. Yeah, I think I don't call me. I think he did do that, and other bands I like. But I, I mean, that's that's a different topic. But I'm I, cupping my hands but, right now, and it sounds on. very muffly. That, that's sounded. that's like, different. That's cheating. Like, oh, I didn't say it was a cheating or not. I'm just saying some of those bands I may like. I'm just saying I'm talking about this shit. Yeah. I don't know if Frank does this. I never seen him do this though. I'm telling you, I he bet might. You Frank but I don't does, think I did. I bet you Frank does this. I, I never, I never seen this for Frank. He might not. I've only seen. <laughs> Frank, I've like only this. seen. Um, <laughs> I've only seen Suffocation live once with Frank. <laughs> And I remember being thoroughly entertained. And he definitely did not do that. Maybe done another. Which one yeah, was Vin Diesel? Songs. What's that? Which one was Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. Yeah, he looks like Vin Diesel. I don't know. There was an incantation show with you Vital Remains. You were talking Remains. about yeah the guy the guy who was currently singing for Vital Remains. I don't know who the fuck that was. Oh okay, was so it wasn't a suffocation. Was well, you ever looked like who's Vin Diesel? And then I was like, he's a filler man. I don't know. You're like fucking Vin Diesel and Vital Remains. He's not the guy. He's like he was just a filler for the time, and that stuck with you like twenty years later. So like, like, he likes that shitty Vital Remains. It's got Vin Diesel on vocals. <laughs> it's like he's not on any album, dude. He's just he was literally filling in because I don't know the guy had the shits. He was sick. This kid was sick. you know he's in jail. I don't know. Maybe he got arrested he was last night. The microphone. He was doing what I, we all hated here. Well, and then he it's funny because he's like, this one goes out to embalmed, which is a band, by the way. It, from and, Mexico. But, yeah, but I mean, this one goes out to embalmed, and the band that was playing was Embalmer. Yeah. So it's like he's complimenting the band, but insulting them. You don't even know the name. Yeah. Holding Exumad. 
Yes, he did. If, uh, actually, but do you remember that? Do you remember that? Because even, right even someone said it. Because even someone said it in between songs. Uh, like at the same it's time. A it's a bomber. Yep. He's like, oh, 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 oh. Okay, yeah. I look like Vic Diesel and I suck and Craig hates me. And Yeah, well, Triple X just came out last week. I really had my mind on that. I didn't memorize that script. So, you know. Saving Private Ryan, I got killed in. Yeah, fuck that guy. I don't even think it's the same show. Hey, this has been Hellcast. If you like any of the stuff you heard about an hour ago, well, then great. It's all linked in the description. Subscribe, bells, share. If you don't like what we presented today, go fuck yourself. And when you do all that, we'll talk to you next time.